0: All right. You guys ready? Yep. All right. You're listening to the Tomorrow Today Podcast. With Kyle Kaplanis, don't FOMO right, out. That's the right. biggest mistake in this space
1: right now. With FOMO and Duke McKenzie. That's just crazy, McKenzie, right? Like it's like insane. conversations with thought leaders, experts, influencers, culture shapers, discussing all things innovative, groundbreaking, creative developments, evolving digital markets. The podcast for those who are curious about what is next: social media, Web three, NFTs, the metaverse, all the things you need to know about to start planning tomorrow's success today. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: welcome to the Tomorrow Today podcast. We got my co-host, Kyle Kaplanis. How you doing, Kyle? What's up, Duke? Hey, everybody. I'm excited. I know I get excited a lot, but today is a real reason to be excited. We actually have a great guest today, entrepreneur, NFT creator, and podcast host. We have Ben Carson with us today. How you doing, Ben? Oh my goodness. Love the intro. Thanks for being here. Love ben, and I give you a standing ovation. Actually, I'm going to do it here. We We're going to stand in. <laughs> I, I'm on a new camera working on my new setup, but you got a standing ovation, Ben. So I
1: appreciate Ben, that. how are you? I'm doing well, man. I'm just excited to be here. I yeah. got five kids and they're all out of the house right now. So I'm just enjoying <laughs> life, taking a break. <laughs> As you <laughs> should. i excited to have
0: you on. Yeah, we're excited to have you on. You are doing a lot of interesting things. You're hosting a podcast, you're starting an NFT collection, plus you're an entrepreneur as well, doing your traditional business. <laughs> I would love to start off by number one, telling the audience about your origin story, a couple of views on entrepreneurship and everything that's going on right now. I would love to hear your origin story and what you're about at the moment.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I appreciate that. I'm 35. So we're going to go back to about half my life ago. And basically I got out of high school. I used to mow a yard for a guy that was a stock trader in New York. I'm from Kansas. So he moved Midwest with his family. And so I mowed his yard all my senior year. And he basically talked me out of really going hard at college. He said, he might want to look into a trade. I did college the first year and I decided to take his advice got into heating cooling. I did heating coin for seven years, and I thought I was just going to do it forever. You can make a hundred grand at heating coin When you leave the job, the job leaves you. There's no stress at home. I kind of liked it, but if you're an entrepreneur, you just know the itch. And If you get the mm-hmm. itch, it doesn't get satisfied. And so I either needed to start my own thing or just try something else. And as luck would have it, somebody that I knew was wanting to get into finance, doing stocks and options. Very different. It should have been me. I didn't have a college degree in finance, but life is about who you know, not what you know. And so I was connected with this person and we took a shot at it. And as luck would have it, about the first six months in, we connected with somebody that was a nine figure trader. So they're trading a hundred million dollars plus and they mentored me. And so again, connected with someone that I should have been connected with. It's about who you know, not what you know. I did that for seven years. And basically if you just deal with money, what I've come to find out is you really can get burned out. And so there were days near the end that I was just, let's just be honest. It was about the money. So I could make $5,000 in an hour. I could be drinking at noon. It just depended on the day and you find your value and your self-worth money. It's a terrible price, terrible way to live for me. Plenty of people do it professionally, nothing but the utmost respect. Seven years was just my cutoff point. It just wasn't for me. I took a shot at it and it was fine. Didn't walk away because I blew my account up, literally just got burned out. What I decided to do was not walk away, was to take a break. And so I connected with one of the best artists in Portland, Oregon, and he made some artwork for me that blew up. Every trader I knew bought one from me, and was literally just trying to redecorate my own office. And it just took off. So the website, Wall Street Prints, is my actual company. First company Uh, I started. Let me ask you a question.
0: Basically, what happened was you realized that the life of a trader, which is everything measured on money, whatever, wasn't necessarily the right fit for yourself. And then you basically purchased some art from one
1: of the artists and you said, I want to decorate my office. Did you get into a little bit of how that started? I I, I should have brought the artwork since it's a video podcast. I should have brought it to show you. But if you check out wallstreetprints.com, you'll see it. I literally just said, I want artwork for myself. I was just trying to take a six-week break from trading and then go back to it. So I just said, I want these really cool pieces that embody a trader. And so it's literally a business person, an, a bull and a bear that are dressed like people. And it's sold close to $200,000 worth now because it, people resonate with that. Because if you're a trader, you need a confidence boost that's not just by my course or something. like You just want to see yourself as successful. And so that's what I just want to do. I want to redecorate my office, give myself something to look at every day, like embody success before I started the day. And traders started to resonate with that and wanted it themselves. And what I realized really, really quickly was that I like helping people and I like actually adding value to society. And when you're trading, if you're just doing it for yourself, maybe one other person, you're adding value to yourself uh, or you're subtracting if you lose, but there's really no value add to society, which is why there's a lot of charities around traders, because there's just not a lot of value they offer. You can rebuttal that. You can say, retirements help people. We're helping people long-term. That's fine. If you're just killing what you eat, like I was, you're not taking percentages. You're literally just making money or losing money. There's no value at it. Let's just be honest. Let's just be cut and dry. And so I stopped enjoying that. I really started enjoying the new thing. And so I did that for 18 months. And basically at this point, I've been a trader for seven years. I know how to trade professionally. I can make a really good course. I've been print on demand for 18 months. I know how to do that professionally. Uh, made it to six figures really, really quickly, could do a course there. I've never liked doing a course because if you charge someone $2,000, you're giving them information, knowledge, but you're making them pay $2,000 and they're never going to get that money back. And so my artist that mm-hmm. is still friends with me today, he got into NFTs and he started telling me about that. And so NFTs for me were not quite what they were for him, but Web3 technology opens the door to let you buy access. And when you are done with it, you can sell that access to someone else and get Mm -hmm. your money back. You can Mm -hmm. get a profit. You can get a portion back. NFT Web3 technology allows you to get what you need, but not be out of it forever. So many people have bought a course and just Mm it's sitting somewhere on their computer. They never use it again. What if there was an option to sell to someone else? Education is going to be transformed tremendously through this Web3 blockchain technology. And that's why we've started our project because I can sleep at night knowing. Everything I'm selling to someone, if they don't need it, they don't want anymore. They're not. That's an right. interesting, interesting
0: that. take, eh, Kyle. So basically, what you're saying is around caffeinated hustle, the collection, but also the course is that, okay, the biggest problem out there is that when you take your online course, you have two areas of knowledge and expertise that you're able to share with people. But what you're saying is that when you're finished with the course or whatever, NFT holders are able to resell that and give access to the course to others. Is that correct? 100%. Yeah, That's cool. That is cool. See what I love. about Don't you love this, Kyle? (laughs) What I love about Web3 and blockchain technology and all of those things is that we are just scratching the surface as to different use cases of what's possible.
2: What I love about this as well is that this makes sense to the mainstream because of the fact that I guarantee you nearly everybody has signed up for some sort of course in their lifetime, right? To learn something new. And again, I'd say 99% of those people never really got their value back. Maybe they learned something great, but this is a cool way to take the course, sell it back. And that just makes sense to anybody. If I pitch that
0: idea, who would say no to that? Who would say that's not a good idea? And when did you start? When did you start it and things and how's it going so far? And I would love your thoughts around as the market sort of changed things for you at all with the way that it is right now. That's
1: so many loaded questions. I love every second of that. So, all right. So, I started NFTs last October, was working with another project, and then I decided to branch on my own StarMount project probably in February. Currently, my project, my team has 15 people, and basically, every person on that team is a believer, just like you said, the fact that this is a game changer because. We're not selling one course. Like on day one, when you buy one of our NFTs from Caffeinade Creatures, that's the actual project. The Podcast, Caffeinade Hustle, it proves concept, gets you connections. But Caffeinate Creatures is the actual project. But you get twenty thousand dollars of content on day one. That's pretty solid. But if you just want a course, Udemy is still twenty bucks for a course. That's a lot more of fancy selling tactics that gets you a two thousand dollar course. But the connections are very different. I personally didn't go to college like you heard, but both my brothers went to college. One went for psychology, one went to be a cop, and neither one of them are following their career choice. College is now more about the connections than the education because you could learn almost anything on YouTube. You could learn almost anything if you pay enough money on courses. But the connections, meeting with other people that are either really successful or have your desires is really difficult to find when you go into Reddit because that's not where you're going to make those connections. No, so And and, and a
0: wise man said a couple times on this podcast, it's not what you know, it's who you
1: know. Man, that guy sounds awesome.
0: (laughs) (laughs) A little bit of
2: our background, we work with content creators across digital media and bringing a little bit of that into this is that the value before used to be reach and reach, but really the new value is the community and the people in your community is the 100% value. So and, and we're seeing that transition across all markets. And Web3 plays a big part in that.
1: Yeah, without question. And to answer your last question of this current market, I would just encourage anyone that thinks NFTs are dead or it's Tula mania or they like that. You really need to go on Google and you type in this Internet fad 2001 and you're going to mm-hmm. find a whole bunch of articles. There's one I just posted on our Twitter on at CAF NFT. Basically, it was an article that showed up summertime, 2001, just have a dot-com bubble burst. And it basically said, the internet's a fad. It turns out all these people were wrong. And the amount of companies going bankrupt in the space is just showing you that this thing's not actually going to be around long term. Yes, mm-hmm. we're going to have massive failure along the way. Pets.com was in this NFT hype, you know, but so was Amazon. Somewhere in there is mm-hmm. Amazon. Somewhere in there is all these ass Jeeves mm-hmm. and everything mm-hmm. else that blew up. So you have to ask yourself, is this technology really dead and gone? Was this tulip mania or is this just like every other fad? that the technology wasn't quite ready. They jumped too fast. Now we've reset. And now the real stuff's starting to show up because eBay just spent a massive amount of money on an NFT marketplace. The big players are just getting into the game. You have to decide, do you believe the pundits who just get paid to write articles or do you believe where the money's going? And I don't believe NFTs are even close to being done.
0: It's funny. So we have a similar worldview as in there's two different things, right? We are so early. And every time you were early, you mentioned your I got out of college right during the, first part of the dot-com growth and then experienced the dot-com boom. And I remember one time I was in online advertising. I went into this marketing manager, one of the major airlines, and I wanted to give them free online advertising. We would have made the banner ads. We would have made all of this stuff. And they said, no, internet advertising is dead. The U.S.-based online advertising industry right now is $189 billion now, 20 years later. And they're like, no, it's dead. This online advertising stuff is over. (laughs) The thing is, with any new technology, I can't even imagine the use cases as to what Web3 NFT technology will be in the next 10 years. The entrepreneurs have to figure that out. Just like I couldn't imagine that because of the internet, I couldn't imagine that I would have this phone, that I would push a button and a car would come and pick me up and I push a button And like food comes and I couldn't imagine that because I couldn't imagine the use case of the smart devices. I'm aligned with your theory and the advice that we tell a lot of the people that we work with, a lot of the creators that we work with and everything are doing a lot of web three projects and everything is right now. you leverage this opportunity to build and invest and build and build and build because this is the perfect time to build. Yeah, exactly. And
2: and Duke, to your point too, what you always tell people as well is you don't have to buy
0: anything right now. Just educate yourself. Right. Educate learn because you could make an argument there is an argument to be made that maybe a jpeg is not worth three hundred (laughs) thousand dollars that that's an argument like like that's not a that's not a crazy argument right you could agree or disagree but that doesn't mean that what is happening in the community what i like about your community and your project with the caffeinated labs and caffeinated creatures of what you were talking about is that you're trying to figure out a how to build a community but then b sort of like okay I have an interesting utility. You have this course and once you're done or whatever it is, you could sell this course or access to these courses or things Mm -hmm. along those lines. That's an interesting use case. And as we're trying to figure out, okay, how are we going to use this technology to grow and to move things forward? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. And I'll just be honest. That's still not even enough. That's just one of our utilities. The bigger Mm -hmm. one is that we're going to fund a lot of businesses. And instead of take stakes, we're not going to be an angel pad. We're just going to make them document their journey. So we've got three courses that you'll take on day one that will teach you how to make a documentary. I'm currently talking to the guy that basically got pickleball on the map. He's making a documentary for Netflix next year coming out. And so I'm trying to get him nailed down to make him a course for day one. We've already got two others, but basically you'll learn how to make content and then you'll record yourself making a business that we fund you. So we'll give you the money you need to start a business. And then either you'll succeed or fail, but other people will learn. So, like the biggest thing here is because it's like college, it's the connections. But if you just need a course, go to Udemy for 20 bucks. If you want to see someone build a business, you want to get a chance to fund your own business, like launching and scaling a business is not as easy as what it says on YouTube. And so you got to see real applicable ways to do it. And so documenting your journey is something that has never been done before because people don't want to give away money for no reason. But if we're doing it to create content for our community, then we can afford to do it. So we're trying to do things like none other. So we don't want people to sell. But you know, if you do want to sell, you can sell back. You're not- Got it. Got it. That's cool. Ben, that is dope. That
0: is dope. As we're winding this down, I appreciate you coming on. Is there any parting thoughts? Because I already got one parting thought of Ben Carson. It's not what you know, it's who you know. I got that down there. Is there another tad bit of wisdom that you would like to leave the audience before we wind
1: down? Oh man, put me on the spot. I think- Everyone is unique and you got to do what makes you unique. I think my life is very different than most. And my connections gave me opportunities I didn't have, I shouldn't have had. And so I'm just trying to use my experience to create this. So for any creators out there, don't try and copy Gary Vee. Don't try and copy somebody else. You got to use your journey to your advantage because nobody else has your journey. And if you're Mm -hmm. trying to make somebody else's journey, they're going to buy theirs. They're not going to buy yours. That's awesome. I love that. That's great.
0: All right. Ben Carson. Thanks a lot for coming on tomorrow today. Good luck on the projects. That was actually great. That was great, great, great. And we will chat soon. We really appreciate you coming on.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Ben. Talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Tomorrow Today podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow us on social media at Project Z Talent. That's P-R-J-T-Z Talent. Stay tuned next week for more of the Tomorrow Today podcast. Because shaping your tomorrow starts today.